You're now listening to the Garage Guys DFS Preview Show with Garage Guy Chase. Now sit back, relax, and get ready to bag a motherfucking tourney on DraftKings. Welcome to the Garage Guys NASCAR DFS Preview Show. Presented by Hooters. Use promo code GarageGuys today on the Hooters app or at order.hooters.com. You're going to save $10 on any $30 or more order when you do that. Plus, you get to literally type Garage Guys into something. That should be, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for that. Good job. You saved $10. It's Vegas week. The South Point 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Great week to save $10. You can use that on, you know, whatever you're playing DFS on. Think about it. Important. You're a betting man. You're a gambling man. $10 right there. Offers valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders only. I'm Garage Guy Chase. I'm the host of this joint. And I've got some dice. I rolled a three. For Dale. Seriously. Really did. I rolled a three, if you don't believe me. That's a that that's a two and a one. Right there. I rolled that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into the show. Uh, it's gonna be short and sweet. I I'm already I'm honestly supposed to be in Las Vegas right now. I missed my flight this morning due to some parking garage issues uh at louis armstrong international in new orleans still the greatest city on planet earth don't care what anybody says um but uh you know we don't use a lot of technology anymore here on our videos not a lot of graphics and things like that i'm more of a tangible guy these days so i've got uh four drivers to talk about we got race fact sheets also we're going to talk about four drivers on the big data race chart this week as well so we're going to dive into that. I'm excited. I cannot wait. I'm ready to go to Vegas. I've never been to Las Vegas, so it's going to be a time. Dale hasn't either, and we're going to be there. Hopefully a lot of you watch Dale Center for your betting needs. All right? I got bets, too. They're on Action Network. Check them out. I don't do a show about bets. I do a show about DFS. And right now on the show about DFS, I'm going to talk to you about this picture I found in my laptop bag <clears throat> a couple weeks ago. My cousins came down from up north, and they were not NASCAR fans. Pretty sure that they left NASCAR fans after being around me. Also, you might have saw them on an episode of Bringing Winston Back. But the thing is, is I printed out a picture of Austin Sendrick for some reason, and uh, my older cousin got a hold of it, and he made that. So if you saw that photo right there, that's basically what Austin Sendrick would look like if he was an agnostic heroin addict who listened to a lot of uh, Flyleaf and Soundgarden. So that's just my interpretation from my mind. Um, but there's a note on here. There's a little blurb, and I'm going to read it now. This is what uh, agnostic heroin addict Austin Sendrick uh, had to say he's from a different reality not the real Austin Sendrick one I made up in my mind so I don't want you to get your panties in a wad anybody watching this that might think I'm calling Austin Sendrick a agnostic heroin addict because I'm not talking about the real Austin Sendrick I'm talking about this Austin Sendrick on the photo that was drawn this is what he had to say I've backpacked across Europe I've drank 90 year old whiskey with ice from a glacier 
I've done anal with Courtney Love. The first movie I ever saw was Raising Arizona, and I laughed so hard I pissed in my pants. I have 50,000 frequent flyer miles and a handicapped parking pass I took from my grandma after the funeral. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm just saying yours isn't as good as mine. I also own the Pam and Tommy sex tape on VHS. That was from heroin addict, agnostic, Austin Sendrick, from whatever reality that he's from, uh, that my cousin drew in his brain. Uh, and then my cousin wrote on the bottom of the photo, NASCAR is cool now. Love, Adam. Thank you, Adam. I love you, man. I miss you. A lot of artsy folks in my family, kind of known as art boys. I got a $50 bill in my wallet that I'm taking to Vegas with me. I haven't had a $50 bill in a long time. So I'm excited about it for whatever reason. I like to get excited about little things here and there. But uh, now that all that's out the way, there was some important information I needed to let you all know. I'm going to roll the dice again. Got a six. And because I got a six, that will lead me to the first driver that we're going to talk about on the big data race chart. That's right. Before we get into DFS... I'm just going to make this a segment for today because it might stick. Who knows? Um, we're going to draw with blue to represent the RFK because he normally drives the blue. So let's do some big data on Brad Keselowski. What do I think will happen to Brad K in this race? Here's a green flag, stage one, stage two, and the checkered flag. This is what I think will happen. Brad K is going to start the race. He's going to he's going to be doing pretty good. He's going to have a little up, then he's going to kind of flatten off a little bit. He's just going to kind of do some laps, and then bam, stage one's over. He probably finished somewhere in the middle of the pack. Then we get ready to start the stage two. This is where Brad's going to eat shit. He's going to fall down, and then he's going to finish stage two way back in the back of the pack. Okay. Then from stage two to go to the finish, we're going to see a little hope from Brad. Some pit strategy. He's going to try. And then, no, he ate shit. That's what I think is going to happen to Brad K in the race. I don't think he's going to do good. So there is a trend right there, big data race chart trend for Brad K. Not a good week to be Brad Keselowski. If you would have asked me about Chris Busher, that line would have looked very fucking different. That's all I'm going to say. So that's one big data race chart out of the way now. And we will continue on with the show. Um... I'm not going to be able to roll the number of some of the drivers that they wanted me to talk about, but a lot of people are talking, okay? This is a 400-mile uh, race, all right? 400 miles, a lot of miles, a lot of time. Las Vegas is a great track, though. It is an intermediate track. And to be honest, to be quite honest, the king of this racetrack has kind of been none other than you know, Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr., some guys that we've kind of seen having some woes lately. Martin Truex Jr. specifically having a lot of woes. But we all know that there's the gut boys in the world and there's the stat boys in the world. And if the stats look good on a driver, the stat boys are going to roll with it. Dale Tanhart, he's a stat guy. One thing that I love about Martin Truex Jr. this week, though, because I am betting on him, so you should check out the Action Network. I'm betting on him after Dale made it public that he was betting on him. So technically, I'm tailing Dale. The reason I'm doing it, though, is because Martin Truex Jr. is a perfect strategy play this week, right? He's got a little narrative, 
and he's got some stats. You combine those two together, that's big brain shit. I do think that there's a possibility we could see something happen to where Martin would win a race. The narrative stacks up, the stats stack up, everything shakes out. Not here to talk about bets, just here to tell you about Martin Trex Jr. on the big data race chart. So let's go ahead and see what we think could happen to old MTJ. So I think he's going to qualify well. So he's going to start out somewhere around here at Green Flag. He's going to have a good run. He's going to finish inside the top 10 for stage one. Then when we get ready to go to stage two, we're going to see a small dip, but then an increase. And that's where we're going to stay pretty consistent. We're going to get that. He's going to dip down here low from stage two to go to the pit strategy. He's going to try to make his way a little bit. And then, bam, there's probably a solid top five trajectory. Also going to make an extra line to where he could win the race. So that's done. My phone's ringing. And now it's not. How dare they try to interrupt us when we're doing big data race chart. That's like a fucking sin. It's going straight to hell. Except if it's my wife, she's not going to hell. I love her. Um, but yeah, so there's two trajectory lines. I think we could see at least the top 10 right here. This is the top five. That's the finish. Pretty good line overall for MTJ this week on the big data race chart. So food for thought there. Um, so that's Martin Truex Jr. That's what I have to say about him. I'm kind of excited about the play. Uh, another guy, like we said, Kyle Larson. I'm sure he's going to be uh, pretty heavily owned in DFS. And if we're going to just kind of be quite, uh, you know, quite quite cordial with statistics and statistical data senses. Sorry, I have these glasses on and they're kind of fucking weird and it's hard for me to see, but I bought them because I'm going to Las Vegas and I need to make sure that my poker face is strong because I'm a gambler every week, but this week I'm a super gambler garage guy. That's SGGG. I'm the OSGGG, super gambling garage guy. I'm going to gamble a lot this weekend. I'm excited for it. I might lose all my fucking money. I don't know. Probably not, though, because we're going to win it all back on Sunday. Everybody knows that. So it'll be fine. I'm rolling the dice again. All right. This time I got a seven. And now it's time to start talking about DFS. But I was waiting on that seven. It's a good week for sevens. To start off everything, the four guys in my DFS lineups I'm going to talk to you about, if you use four of these guys, if you, you stack them as your core four, all right, this is the gut boy plays right here. You're going to have 17.7K left on the table to stack out the rest of your lineup, okay? That's two sevens. Just rolled a seven with the dice. A lot of chase math working here this weekend. There's a lot of chase math at work. Very important for everyone to remember that. My phone is ringing again. And if it's a, it, okay, yep, yep, that's not an emergency. So I'm going to just go ahead and put the airplane mode on. And, uh, and, and, you know, we're going to go from there with it. Okay. People got to learn not to be calling or maybe, you know what? It's my fault. I got to learn to turn my phone on silent. Unfortunately needed hotspot. So now that we've got that going, let's go ahead and pull the, pull our sheets out. Okay. It's time to talk about some drivers. First driver I want to talk about. And, and it's kind of weird because I don't have any money really on any of these guys yet in the betting side of things over on Action Network. Check the link in the description. You can find that, and you can go and tail my picks if you want to. Uh, I'll have some more out over the weekend as well, but I've already loaded up a ton. I've got literally like four drivers that I've already bet on. But uh, Ryan Blaney at 9.5K, all right, 
got his shit wrecked in the spring at the Zoil 400. We all remember that. Second fastest lap averages in the spring. Three top five since 2019. Take that with a grain of salt. Gambling man, that's number 12. So got my slip out here for Ryan Blaney at 9.5K. We're going to go ahead and move to our next uh, nine guy. And, and these guys aren't over 10, so it's a good thing. Uh, William Byron, 9.7K. Fast as fuck in spring. Needs a win and good track record. Probably qualifies in the top five. Potential dominator. The potential dominator thing's important there at 9.7K. I think Willie B could do some good things. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our next guy. This one I'm excited about. Noah Gregson, 7.3K on DraftKings. He's in the 48 car. Again, two races this weekend. Good to have practice. Uh, it's his hometown. He's his hometown boy in Vegas. Uh, in the winning car from the spring because Alex Bowman won. Uh, top 10 guarantee. I'm going to go ahead and slap a gut boy. Top 10 guarantee on Noah Gregson, gut boy. That boy, Noah Gregson, in the 48. The bottom barrel boy this week on the slips, Justin Haley, 5.8K. It's a little weird because his personal stats aren't that great. However, finished 17th in the spring. Big fun guy, good vibes. Uh, also, Hemrick in the 16 had a rocket. He, he wrecked his shit, though. Uh, is the data shared? That's the question we have to be asking ourselves. On a good, quite solid run late in the year. So that is true for Justin. He's in the 31. He is the bottom barrel boy this week. That's four drivers right there I just gave you. Again, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Noah Gregson, Justin Haley, all good things. And to round this out, because this is a fast show, all right, it's time for the last two big datas that we need to do. Noah Gregson. All right, Noah Gregson's going to start probably right in the top 15 trajectory area. He's going to have decent solid. He'll probably dip a little bit for stage one. He'll be closer to the 20s. Then he's going to find his way back up to rebound. He's going to level off plateau right here. Then we're probably just going to have a pretty narrow straight send. I don't know if, if he can win. In a world that he does win, we're all rich. But I do think that we're going to have at least a top 10 finish for Noah Gregson. That is the line for Noah Gregson on the Big Data race chart. And to end this fast show, because I have to go, because I told my wife I would spend some more time with her, plus I have plane to catch, and I'll have way more in the Discord. Sorry, guys, you'll have to forgive me. I'm back. Camera died. It's been running for like an hour and a half, and apparently if you leave a camera running for too long uh, on high-definition presets, they can overheat. Just found that out. But... Nothing's going to be hotter than this last big data race chart driver that I have to tell you about. Okay, We've talked about Noah Gregson. We've talked about Brad Kay. And now we talked about Martin Trace Jr. But this is the one. All right, This is the one that really matters to me the most. This one right here is very important. It's important to remember because there's a lot of ways that this one could shake out. All right. Are you ready? Are we ready? It's time for Big Data Race Chart of Denny Hamlin. That's right. The favorite of the race. The man himself that is worth big monies. 
okay? Got some big monies on the line, and I'm pulling DraftKings up right now just to kind of look at it real fast, just to kind of look over those salaries. Like I told you, the four guys that we talked about already, that's a 17.7K little little spending money you got there. Throw around. You could do a lot with that, so don't forget it. But when we're looking at Denny Hamlin in DFS – he is the top of the board, like I thought he would be, 11.1K. I'm probably going to have him in some lineups, but this is why I'm going to have him in just some and not all. Toyotas are bulls, for one. We know that. The Martin thing, more of a narrative and statistical play. Denny Hamlin, not as much. He's been a little quiet lately, but there's a couple ways this could work out. So we're going to start a green flag. We're going to assume that Dennis qualifies inside the top 10. I would say between probably a 7 and a four. That's where we'll have Dennis between seven and four. Uh, so we'll make this little blue streak right here. Great movie, by the way, too. Shout out to Blue Streak. Uh, from here, we're going to start the race. He's going to give it all he's got, right? He's going up, and then he's going to try to finish stage one somewhere, probably inside of the top four. That's where we'll see Denny Hamlin. Things are going to look great. Everyone that bet on Denny Hamlin's like, oh, I picked the favorite in a race. I'm smart. I know how to bet. Look at me. And then that's when things can get a little wild. Assuming Ross Chastain is somewhere in the general area, we now create a bubble. This bubble right here is is that equal to a a black hole. One may call it a black hole. There's a lot of different webs that kind of go around out of this black hole. Now, this is like, you know, comes from outer space, comes in. This is what Denny's creating this week. So, as soon as Denny's eyes see Ross Chastain, they're going to light up like the first time he saw his uh, ex-girlfriend when she was a Charlotte Bobcat cheerleader. He's going to just be thirsty for more, but not in a sexual way, more in a revengeful way, right? We're going to get to see if that list is true. So in a way, you know, this little black hole, here's the list. It's looking for him, right? It's trying to figure him out. So there's this one line right here where he goes straight for Chastain, but Chastain's car is a magnet. He wrecks Denny's day ends right there, right after stage one. Would be a tragedy for some. However, the list doesn't matter, and Denny's going on. That's where this line comes into play, and that's where we're going to probably see a decent little run, some pit stop strategy. This is where we're going to get about a mid-pack finish in stage two. He's going to try his best to get up front to get the stage points, but he's also wanting to win this race, right? Plus, he's the favorite. Gabe Hart's going to set it up that way. This line right here is where... Uh, he ate some uh, some food and got a little too drunk the night before, and he got diarrhea. He had to fucking completely stop the race. Things were looking good. I shit myself. Oh, 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 boom. And he's out of the race, so that's that line where he got too hungover, ate some bad food, got diarrhea, had to exit out. And then this one right here is one where he does use the list, and then he wrecks Chastain. If Denny wrecks Chastain in this race... It is a guarantee that he will win stage two. From there, we go straight in, catch lead, and then that's where we are put in another position to where two things can happen. Number one, we see one of the Hendrick boys come through, William Byron, you know, or you got like maybe Daniel Suarez at plus 4,000. That's a cool bet, right? Or... The guy that I'm probably going to bet on that I haven't bet on yet. I've got a gut feeling about Ryan Blaney this week. 
let's assume he wins, then he's going to finish inside of, of that, that top three territory. I do believe that, right? If, if he doesn't get really hung over and get diarrhea, or if he doesn't try to like get real spiteful too fast and wreck himself when trying to wreck Chastain. So those are the two you don't want to happen. And then you had, you know, the one where the list doesn't matter. He tries to continue along. And then that's when he's probably just going to have a mediocre finish somewhere inside of probably the top 14. But I like this one up here because we got three webs, right? We got a win, we got a top three, and we got a top five. So there's a lot going on with Denny Hamlin this week. That is the big data race chart for Denny Hamlin. If you didn't understand anything that just came out of my mouth, I promise you're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Uh, I am the problem. Just wanted you to know that. I like to have fun, and uh, and I like to talk out of my ass sometimes because that's fun too. But a lot of y'all know me, and y'all let me do it, and I appreciate y'all because I have a good time. But that's big data race chart for Denny Hamlin. Probably going to get a screenshot of that one up there just for all the people that don't watch this show and see that on social media to be like, what the fuck is going on? We're just trolling. We're just troll boys at the end of the day. like to have a good time. But in all reality, the real truth, like I said, I got to go. I do got that flight to catch. I hope everybody fucking bags. I hope everybody gets a lot of money this weekend. Whether you're betting on NASCAR, you're playing DFS with us on NASCAR, you're doing something with NASCAR in football season. And that's something to be proud of because that's how we bring Winston back. Make sure you catch the new BWB, by the way, Episode 7. Connor Daly joins me talk about his Roval NASCAR Cup debut. And he talks about uh, potentially some more NASCAR plans. So if you want to find out, he dropped it himself on the show. It was, it's an exclusive. We got an exclusive on bringing Winston back. Shout out to us. Shout out to the Garage fam. We're getting exclusives left and right. Go check out that episode. Connor is the man. Hashtag dog pack. But, uh, again, just to recap, Ryan Blaney, 9.5K, is one of my plays. William Byron at 9.7K. DFS play, Noah Gragson, 7.3K. And then the bottom barrel boy, Justin Haley, at 5.8K. Those are four guys that I think could be really good to have in your lineups this weekend. And with the amount of salary you got left on the table, 17.7K, you got a lot of flexibility to really shake shit up. So get creative. Have fun. Do not think I will be in the Discord doing a DFS space uh, on Sunday because of our obligations with Hooters in the nine car. But go to Hooters. And remember everything you learned from here. Get in the Discord. It's free. I'll, I'll chat with you and text and type with you in there. Ask questions. Send screenshots. Help each other. I didn't tell you to send screenshots, by the way. I just said, ask questions and help each other. That was, you know, diary of the mouth. Like that one trajectory line for Denny. But anyway, this has been a show. I've got to go. I'm going to Vegas. Roll the dice one last time. It's an eight. For Dale Jr. All right. Shout out to you guys. I love y'all. Be good. Vegas, baby. South Point, 400. Stopping the audio now. See you later.